On this episode of the Pass the Everything podcast, we have a double dip on chip stories, a pizza prison hostage crisis, back to school food shortages, a Louisiana locals collab we're really excited about, and the update on Top Chef Portland we've been waiting for, but really not the one we deserve. Let's eat. From our table in New Orleans, this is the Pass the Everything podcast. Your favorite food podcast. Two food enthusiasts, mm-hmm. not experts by any means, just not at all. getting together once a week, talking about food and an assortment of other things. Everything food related. My podcast partner, we will call him PTE for sake of the podcast. He started the Pass the Everything Instagram that began our podcast journey. He is fresh off of a whirlwind weekend of playing tourist in his Mm -hmm. own city. Hello. How you doing? And she is Ashley. She is my wonderful co-host who quit her career in radio to help me uh, launch this podcast. And she is one heat stroke away from her goal weight. (laughs) (laughs) Let's be honest. It's probably a couple Stop. more, but oh, God, it no. is so hot. First of all, I need to say that you're the one that came up with yeah. the idea for me to say that. Otherwise, well, it just sounds like I'm being an asshole off the top. Every week we tell each other things that are okay to say <laughs> before we start. Yeah. It's not just me being like, you're fat. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but getting closer to not being fat. <laughs> but I did. I did legitimately look at you. And I go, you lost weight. Like your heat stroke actually made you lose weight. You got really oh, sick. Man, I feel like it's killing me. Yeah. It's, it's been brutal with a heat in Dex was like what 105 in uh, in New Orleans. You get in the car and like you check your phone and it's like feels like 108 and you're yeah. like oh fuck off. Everything is melting. Like no wonder I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, it was really bad. Like you alluded to, I um, was playing tourist. I had family in town. I mm-hmm. talked about my grandma who passed away. They were in town to see me and also for that. But you know, we I ended up showing them around and. Uh, yeah, it was too hot to do anything. We no. really struggled through it. And I was outside 12, 14 hour days back to back, walking around everywhere. You know, right now is not the time that you want to be on a vacation that's anywhere other than the beach. Yeah. Like if I cannot take a dip in some water and mm-hmm. get like a natural breeze, then I don't want to do it. Yeah. Just- there are certain times of the day I don't want to exist outside, much less like do anything. I'm watching yeah. people like running down St. Charles Avenue. No, and I'm no, like, no, no, no. Why are you sprinting towards your death? Like what's happening They're here? They're really dedicated. I and, get it, um, but I don't get I, it. I don't get it because there's there's no way in hell you can make me do that. And I, if I can't have a beach, I'll sub out for a pool any day. If Instead, I can just we're jump inside into a talking about food. Yes. <laughs> we're with, the opposite in, of air the- air-conditioned environment <laughs> with cold drinks in front of us. <laughs> Very much. Oh, we also need to say right off the top, we let you down, dear listener. Oh, I was like, I let people, I let people down all the time. We, yeah, we actually, we this both time, together, did. we let people down. Because uh, I got a DM. They're like, so did you do the taco thing? Did you apply for the job? No, I didn't. <laughs> and neither did you. So I no, don't feel so bad. I didn't. And I knew what I said would happen is exactly what happened where I remembered a couple hours later after we recorded and I'm sitting on my couch doing absolutely nothing, just mm-hmm. watching TV. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should apply for that taco job. And then I opened it up. And I was like, oh, I have to make a video. Yeah, I'm not doing yeah, that. Yeah, still not doing it. <laughs> So that's $100,000 that we missed out on. 100000 for four months of working in tacos and doing taco-related things. And 
We're also missing out on $20,000 for something totally different. Yes. My okay. first story today in The Scoop, mm-hmm. an international, and I am not good at this accent. I will not even try. You're so good at accents, but though. But not this one. Anytime we do anything like UK related, I get really excited because I know you're going to do something that- But I, this one's down under. It's an Australian story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did learn a trick where if you say- one American phrase. It sounds like you're saying a particular phrase. I know what you're talking about. I saw this recently. If you want to sound like you're saying razor blades with Mm -hmm. an Australian accent, you just say the American phrase rise up lights quickly. Rise up lights. Wow. (laughs) That is unrelated to the story. I need to hear your razor blades. Rise up lights. <laughs> it's not related to the story. There's nothing oh to do with God. razor blades in this one. Rise up lights. <laughs> There's a 13 year old Australian girl. Wait, let me back it up. Do you remember when people would get like this crazy mini viral following for finding food that looked like Jesus or was like shaped like a penis or something? Yeah, I remember that was a very big thing. Especially if it was like somehow religion related, people would freak out. Like, oh, Christ is coming to me through this box of mac and cheese or whatever. Yeah. It It it, was burned in the shape of Jesus. It got really weird. Yeah. Well, now apparently you can not just get your little 15 seconds of fame. Mm -hmm. You can literally cash in by finding cool food. Okay. A 13 year old girl from Australia named Riley was eating Doritos last week and she didn't find one shaped like anything religious or whatever. It was just like a natural defect Okay. where the chip itself was a puffy chip, which you and me think, oh, like one of those 3D. Yeah, like a a 3D Doritos. Doritos 3D that they don't make anymore. I would look at it and be like, oh, nice, more chip, and then I would proceed to eat it. Well, she posted it on TikTok because, again, she's 13. She's probably never heard of Doritos 3D before. I don't think that was during her lifetime. No. She posted it on TikTok and asked people, like, should I eat this? Should I try to sell it? I would never have that thought. Like, Wait, so her immate reaction upon seeing a puffy look chip, at this cool chip was to go on TikTok and do a little video being like, look at this. And she's just showing the chip. Should I eat it? Should uh-huh. I do something with it? And so people are, her, are encouraging her to do different stuff. Yeah, like she, eat it because it's a fucking chip. She listed it on eBay because it's a cool chip, I guess. Okay. She was getting offers of up to a hundred thousand dollars for a puffy Dorito, literally a Dorito with air in it. Oh my, I, wow. Well, the auction got shut down. Okay. Bummer for Riley. However, Doritos, the company stepped in and offered her $20,000 for the chip. So she cashed in. Not because they want to like investigate it or anything. Yeah. But they just saw it an opportunity to like turn it into a whole like marketing Marketing ploy, I guess. The quote from Doritos. We've been so impressed with Riley's boldness and entrepreneurial spirit. So we wanted to make sure the Stewart family were rewarded for their creativity and love for Doritos. Here's 20 grand. Entrepreneurial spirit. Mm -hmm. This girl didn't fucking invent SpaceX. Calm down. (laughs) Like she saw a chip that had some air in it and then went on her TikTok account like any 13-year-old would do and was waving it around asking what she should do with it. Should I eat it? Should I you know, submit it to put it, be put in the Louvre? What the fuck are we talking about? 
And then, wait, so and I don't also, understand. Wait, now so I 100 know. 100 grand down to 20, though. I'd be like, you owe me another $80,000. Why did she shut Ooh, the conspiracy. auction down? Conspiracy. Do you think, I don't know if she shut it down. It just said it got shut down. Do you think Doritos somehow got it shut down? As soon as it hit six figures, I would have been like, I can't no, believe no, this no, is no, happening. No. We need yeah. to cash on this chip immediately. Cash it on this chip. Cash it on the chip. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but also, wait, now I know that probably the production of Doritos 3D was a total accident. There was a flub one day at yes, the factory and they're 100%. like, why are they all coming out puffy? And yeah. they're like, well, let's just make it a thing. Do it on purpose. And we'll sell those to people, all of our fuck up chips. Also tinfoil hat time to me, uh-huh. it made sense. I do agree with you that it probably happened by accident, but you know what it also helped them do save a lot of money because the chips are taking up more room in the bag and they already do the thing. Like every chip company uh-huh. does where you go to open a bag and it's like 50% full. <laughs> It's like mostly air. Yeah. But if you combine that with chips that are inflated, the bag is the actual volume of the chip is a lot less than what it would be, but they can advertise it as something special, making more money. It's genius. We're literally selling you air. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's Double really what they're the selling air. you. Yeah. And they stopped doing it and a girl finds it. It's past her lifetime and now she thinks it's special and now she has 20 grand. And now they reaffirm her. They're like, yes, indeed, it is special. And for it's them, not it, special. it's not special. At all. You're not special. This chip isn't special. No one here is special. In fact, you're all fucking idiots. Yeah, I can't say that I'm surprised by this. And also from where they're coming from, it makes a lot of sense because instead of doing some multi-million dollar marketing campaign, they have this, you know, little 13-year-old girl who finds a chip and does the cute thing on TikTok. And now they get to use that and issue a statement, send her 20 grand. Everyone's happy. And now we're talking about it. Wait, let's keep talking about chips because there's yeah. another story that came up that okay. is also baffling my mind. Okay. Frito-Lay, probably king of chips, honestly, just debuted a new line of potato chips. It's a king of chips. Okay. Interesting. I mean, who do you think is better in I the market? I thought you'd do than- the local thing and be like Zaps. Well... Yeah. Okay. Locally. Sure. You're right. But free to lay does kind of have, like I'm here for some Cajun craw taters oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I stick with the voodoo, but anyways, continue. anyways, sorry. They've debuted a new line of potato chips. It seems for a limited time only. What is their draw? Because remember last year it was like, we're making chips that taste like weird stuff. Like yes. this one tastes like, I don't know. They have pickle chips, but those were a big hit. People love the pickle yeah. chips. Even I like them and I'm like a big pickle person. Like I'm very, mm-hmm. I don't say picky about my pickles. Pickle picky? Peter Piper pick. No. No. Okay. That. (laughs) These potato chips they just debuted. Uh What's special about them is that they are designed to taste like other chips. And by that, I mean the three flavors are Cheeto flavored potato chips. What? Funyun flavored potato (laughs) chips. Stop it. And Cool Ranch Dorito flavored (laughs) potato chips. Wow. I think I they're even... just taking the dusting that goes on those other yeah. chips. And again, I really think this is just a fuck up at the factory. And they're like, oh, crap. We dumped the Cool Ranch yeah. dusting onto some Lay's. Yeah. What do we do with and this? And now the Cool Ranch some. looks like Lay's, but it tastes like Cool Ranch. Problem solved. We're just going to advertise it as this is what we were trying to do the entire time. Mm-hmm. Does Frito-Lay, they also own, right? They own those other chips and those chip flavors. I think so. I'm pretty sure they do. They're not doing anything special. They're just changing the shape of the chip, but everything else stays the same. They're changing the base. So like a a Cheeto is not usually made of potatoes. No. Yeah, it's not. I don't actually know what it, corn. Well, now we're going to start getting people saying, guessing us. I I don't know. It's, I mean, 
a bunch of synthetic, not and good I even, for you. I saw these at Target and I was like, wait, what? Cause like, wait, the so bag, you saw them already. So they're, yeah. they're out. Okay. The bag is confusing. Cause it's like a Lay's thing, but it's like different colored. And then like the Cheetos logo is on it. That's very confusing. So I'm like, what are you? I Chip? only like my Cheetos to be in a Cheetos bag. I identify with the specific bag. That, with Chester Cheetos yes, on and, it. And it, that really throws me off. I don't like this at all. Well, I thought at first before I looked closely that it was like a mixed bag of like, potato chips and Cheetos. Okay. You know, like when you get like Chex Mix or whatever okay. and it has the different things in there. No, it's literally just potato chips yes. that are that flavored. That like Doritos yes. and Cheetos. And Funyuns. Oh my God. I think God. that one's the weirdest. That is the weirdest because Funyuns, Funyuns are, are Funyuns. Their own entity yeah. for sure. Oh my God. You are know, you going to try these? Kind of. You know, what, you know, we need to try them. You want to know why? You know what we need to do? We need to get the Dorito Fritos bag. Go with me here. Wait, Dorito. Dorito. Uh, the Dorito. The, we're, now we're all confused. Okay, no, no. Sorry, I'm getting confused. <laughs> the Dorito Lay's. The Dorito Lay's. Okay. I want to get that bag. What if we were to find a puffed up Lay's Dorito chip? That's like a whole nother level to this a special chip. Chipception. This is a special chip by their own designation. But now we're finding a special chip within a special chip. That's at least 40 grand. But potato I'm just chips, using chip math here. I think potato chips more often have like the bubbles in them somehow than. That's what we assume that. And guess what? Little Riley didn't know any better. And, and now, now she's, she's got 20, 20 grand. grand. Yeah. Yeah. So I could use 20 grand. Uh, yeah. I could use 20 grand too. But guess what? If we get 40, because in my mind, if we're Mm-mm. finding a special chip, you and a special chip. Not even eat the chips, just like we go gotta through start all the bags. sorting through them. Yeah, that's just the cost of doing business. And this is another thing that we could <laughs> assign to our intern. Uh huh. We need an intern. Remember? First. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like looked around the room really quick. I was like, "Wait, we have an intern? What the hell?" <laughs> the cat walked. Uh, yeah, in, right? I saw we the saw cat that, walk yeah. by. I'm like, "That doesn't help at all." He sleeps all day. <laughs> I just cleaned his shit like 30 minutes ago. It was the worst intern ever. I have another <laughs> scoop story that's international. Okay. This one in Sweden, in a prison. Sweden. I just want to remind you of the joy when you're in like elementary school and it's towards the end of the year. And for whatever reason, whether it's like you and your class read enough books or I don't know, that's usually what it is. And you okay. get a pizza party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think these people in Sweden were just trying to recreate that for themselves in a place where life is, I'm going to say, obviously shittier. Okay. Two prison guards in Sweden were held hostage for nine hours last week by two inmates who demanded 20 pizzas as ransom. No. That's amazing. A pizza party. So no, no one got hurt? They're like, if you don't give us a fucking pizza party. The food was delivered. We're not going to do anything. We're just going to keep holding them the hostage. The guards were released. <laughs> And now the inmates are going to face consequences, but like, dude, I mean, if you're in prison for life, how hilarious is that? Be like, you know what? All I want is pizza. I mean, the shitty prison food every day. This is totally worth it. I'm just picturing some like hilarious scenario where I'm seeing like these two, I'm doing like the stereotypical, like image of a prisoner in my head Mm -hmm. and they got like the jumpsuits on, they're Uh like tatted up and they just look like really rough individuals and they're just smiling like in a corner with a box of pizza in front of them, just going to town be like, oh man, this is so good. I'm so glad we did this. They didn't want drugs. They didn't want money. They didn't want weapons. They didn't want to get out. They were like, I'm cool here. Like just bring us pizzas, but bring 20 so everyone can join. We can give some to the guards too. You don't have to be upset with us. And you're right to say that these two prisoners are probably rough. They're both doing time for murder. (laughs) at a high security prison. That's what they wanted. I wonder if that murder was pizza related. Neither guard was hurt. 
they were both able to return safely to their family. There was wow. like a mediator brought in. And can yes. you imagine being the hostage negotiator? And they're like, put them on the phone. <laughs> We demand 20 pizzas, but then start getting like specific with it. Yeah. Be like, I want half. I want Italian one sausage. Supreme. I, I want, one, want supreme. one cheese only because inmate 432 <laughs> is a vegetarian and we want him to be able to participate in our pizza party. And if one of these pizzas is wrong, a guard fucking dies. <laughs> like these are the terms of the hostage negotiation. That is fantastic. I mean, at the end, like, can you even really be that upset about this story? I think it's adorable. I mean, if you're the family of one of the guards who was held hostage yeah, for a while. Yeah, but when you heard about you it, you're concerned. like, wait, what? Give them the pizzas. Yeah. How, <laughs> nine hours? Like, we're yeah. way past lunch and dinner time, and now right. they're hangry, and they're holding you hostage? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I want a pizza now. Imagine, like, if that's, like, your significant other or, you know, some family member, like, oh, man, so-and-so's being held hostage. What are you going to do? It's like, wait, what? What are their demands? What are their demands? Like, give them the fucking pizza. <sighs> like, that's they, my dad, and want, you're holding him for nine 20 hours? Pizzas. You're like, oh wait, are God. you serious? Like, you're sure, not fucking with me? I'll send him the 20 yeah, pizzas. I'll put an order in right now. That's like, what, 200 bucks or whatever just to get my dad out of harm's way? Yeah, let's do this. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's adorable. <laughs> Less adorable, a little bit concerning. Back stateside. We faced a lot of product shortages over the past year and a half. Still now. are. I can't get a PS5 to save my fucking life. Well, I was thinking more like <laughs> if you list them out kind of in order chronologically, it was toilet paper, right? Yeah. Hand sanitizer, bleach, cleaning supplies. Then there was the whole like gas shortage. Mm hmm ketchup there was a shortage of ketchup i think you and i briefly talked about that a week grape or so nuts ago. milano Wait, cookies what? grape nuts the cereal yeah milano cookies i love milano cookies and then there was a pocket change issue for a minute what? well look the shortages are rolling on and now it's really hitting home for eight-year-olds and the timing is terrible because we are about to go back to school. If you haven't been in the stores lately, if you haven't watched TV, like mm -hmm. the back to school supplies are here. Okay. It's the end of July. The trapper it's, keepers. The I'm just thinking yeah. of stuff that I had when I was a kid. I don't know. Lisa what kids Frank have. stickers. The Lisa Franks, <laughs> the Jansport backpacks. <laughs> you need to get this protractor. <laughs> get my clothes from old Navy. Good times. See here, it's more at least for me about the supplies. And that's what it always was. Cause I always oh, had no, to wear uniforms. Supplies. I oh, always had to wear uniforms. Right. That's totally right. Yeah. But the Wall Street Journal says schools are concerned because juice boxes, hamburger beef patties, and chicken tenders are among the items that are currently in short supply. It's because of labor deficiencies, supply chain issues, but other expected shortages include, and tell me if you don't think of back to school when you hear this list. Everything you said, I'm scared that kids don't have this. Canned fruit, corn dogs. Salsa, uncrustable sandwiches, Italian salad dressing, what? and even the actual lunch trays. Wait, so they might... Cafeterias oh are fucked. <laughs> Imagine just two kids holding their hands out and just getting like food dumped. <laughs> like, what you is happening You walk up with here? a paper bag and they just dump it in there. These are the type of kids that are going to grow up and commit crimes and then go to prison and then hold some guards hostage for some pizza because they're getting flashbacks on like PTSD. Tray. Put it on a lunch exactly. tray. Put it on a fucking lunch tray. Slide it under the door. <laughs> I want 20 juice boxes. I want some hamburger beef patties. I want some canned fruit. 
This I is mean, serious. One of the suppliers has a good point. They said we haven't had a 100% headcount school season in 15 months. So they don't even so, know how to prepare for any of this. Right. Even if they do have it, they're like, we don't even know how to accommodate X amount of kids because we can't really even take inventory. Yeah. And the messaging from the USDA is remain calm. Yeah. We're working on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they're trying to prevent what have you no fear. Like, the government is here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're working on easing pressures across the food supply chain. What does that even mean? That's just a very vague, uh, <laughs> generalized statement to yeah, get we're people. Working on it. Hey guys, uh, I you know I freaked out because I don't know what we're doing for all these kids' lunches. But don't worry, I called our congressman. He said they are working on working it. Working on it. And he said, "quote Don't worry." So yeah. you know, don't worry, guys. Just uh, go back to doing your thing. So I mean, you know, I, I'm worrying about these kids going back to school because they've already got so much to worry about. There's and a like lot last going year on. was especially crazy for them. Yeah. Every new year is intense, you know. Yeah. For jumping back in, even for kids who love going to school. And now it's like for some kids, you ask them what's your favorite thing about the school day, and they're like, uh, lunch and recess. That was always my favorite. Yeah. Was, yeah, was lunch, recess, and then PE. But that blows me away. Oh yeah. And to your point, can you imagine all the kids that have to like reacclimate to the school environment? And to even just being social around other kids, like they could be behind on their education. There's like a multitude of things going on. Oh, and then by the way, uh, we don't know what we're serving for lunch today because- <laughs> You're going to get the same thing three days in a row because that's what yeah. we can get. And some of you might have to share a tray. So there you go. Good luck uh, figuring that out. I don't out. think that's COVID <laughs> conscious either. No, it's not. You know? Paper plates for kids. Yeah, I don't and know. And then that's this an is, environmental issue. It is an environmental issue. Some <sighs> company like Dixie or something like, or is that the paper plate company? Is it Dixie? Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. I thought I was making that up in my head for a second. Somebody needs to step in. This is a good chance to get some good marketing. Well, wait. Find out a way to help out the schools. and We're working on it. Oh, yeah, that's right. The government's <laughs> working on it. I apologize to everyone <laughs> listening. The government has a handle on this. No one panic. Everyone just send your kids to school and cross your fingers. My last story hits super close to home. It is a collab between two Louisiana local businesses. Mm. Parish Brewing Company from my area, the 337. Yeah. And Raising Cane's. Delicious. Uh, friend of the pod. Shout out Todd Graves. <laughs> Todd Graves. Friend of the pod. Never talked to him. Probably has <laughs> no idea know. who we are. He doesn't know he's a friend of the pod. <laughs> Definitely has no idea who, he, who we are. Is. <laughs> uh, a new beer inspired by Raising Cane's Lemonade is being brewed out in Cajun country. Oh my God. And uh, this speaks directly to us because uh-huh. the name on the can, if you're a true fan of Raising Cane's, you may have done your order the same way that we do. Mm-hmm. No slaw, extra toast when you're at the drive-thru. Yes, absolutely. That modifier is now the name of the Lemonade IPA. Parish <sighs> Brewing, no slaw, extra toast. Inspired by Raising Cane's and their famous lemonade. Just saying that phrase out loud when I'm in the drive-thru makes me feel good. I can't wait to be at a bar and go to a bartender and say, no slaw, extra toast. And they're going to slide me a mm-hmm. beer. According to the brewery, it is a refreshing lemonade IPA with a nose of Lemonhead's candy, flavor that reminds of country time and tropical hop profile from a 50-50 blend of Australian Galaxy and Yakima Citra. This sounds awesome. And it there's a big really piece good. of toast on the back of the can. It's very refreshing. It's hot as fucking balls outside. <laughs> yeah. There's a what on the can? There's a big piece of toast on the I back of the can. I did see that. Okay, so the funny part is before, I think I briefly sent you the link and I browsed through it, but I didn't look at the actual flavor of the beer, but I did see the piece of Texas toast that was on the side of the can. And I'm like, there's no way in hell they're doing like a Texas toast flavor beer because I would I drink, I would drink it, that. <laughs> But it tastes like bread and butter. He sold. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh my God. No, so it's the, a four pack, 16 ounce can situation in person at the tap room over there outside of Lafayette when it's in Broussard, which is actually more specifically where I'm from. Oh, okay. Uh, and online at shop.parishbeer.com. Oh, so you so, can get this shit to you. Yeah. So um, I think you're probably going to have to pick it up. Okay. Oh, it says well, we're gonna it, have to check out the oh, wait, website. The brewery says it will begin shipping the new release to distribute distribution market starting this week. So if not, I mean, I was just there this past weekend, but I feel like I'm oh, willing man. to take a trip back. It's worth it to Lafayette Parish to grab. Uh, it says limit two cases per person. This is definitely a limited time. This is one of those rare instances where I grab two cases of beer and I have one that I just never touch. Yeah. And then I have one that I open immediately and yeah. consume. I am excited. It does sound really good. Like as I was saying earlier, the weather here has been so fucking hot <laughs> that an IPA that's got like some lemon head mm-hmm. flavor infused with it sounds like it could hit the spot right now. Cause I'm drinking a beer right yeah. now. It's kind of a dark beer. And during uh, that afternoon, I daily could, death, I could yeah. go for some no slaw extra toast right now. And wait, I don't know. Did I show something when I, and Kane's probably does this to begin with, but, uh, I'm an idiot. And whenever I, okay. whenever I, <laughs> did I share this I with call you? Myself I'm out. an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, cause I'm not sure if they do this or not already, but every time I go to Kane's and I order, I mean, it's the box combo. I usually get a Kaniac, which is, it's a, a lot. To, oh Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I, again, no slaw, extra toast, but uh-huh. I asked them to butter both sides. I thought both sides were already buttered. No, I, I'm not sure. But for some reason, by me telling them that it, the bread tastes better, which is a, a to testament think. to what a fat piece of shit I am. Wait, I hope they are already <laughs> both buttered. And they're I like, for so. you, baby. Okay, I, sure. I, you know what? I hope so. And I don't <laughs> want any Cane's employee to tell me otherwise. Because again, <laughs> just me saying those words out loud makes me feel good. Yeah. And when they say, not a problem, we can do that for yeah. you. I feel good. I'm like, this is great. I'm going to get some Texas toast. It's going to taste a little better. It's got butter on both sides. Yeah. Because you <laughs> You know what? You know what? You're right. When I order a sandwich and I'm like, and I don't want any mustard on it, yeah. no ketchup. And they're like, it already doesn't come with those things, yeah. but sure. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I, yeah. I, I just wanted to make sure. Versus just if you were like, to give the order. Sure. I got you. Not a problem. I'll take, I'll make sure there's no man sure. just for you. <laughs> and you I'm, pull up, you're like, like, wow, they're really nice here. They're really on top of it. <laughs> they're really on top of it. They're like, this girl has no idea what's on this sandwich. She's been ordering no mayo for years. Yeah. Oh, that makes me think of that one. I can't remember what commercial it was, but it was at a restaurant and they're like, Oh, I asked for no mayo. And the person is like the server at the table yeah. opens up the sandwich and slides it along the side of the table. <laughs> the feels, opposite of that. Yes. They're like, you know what? I didn't have to do anything. We yeah. never put mustard on this sandwich. That feels but, like a scene out of waiting, but it's not, yeah, but it's, it's it, not. it feels like something along those lines. Fantastic. You know, uh, that's it for me in the scoop. We do have, I guess a little bit of, a follow-up on our Top Chef stuff that we said we were going to update people on. We did say we would, and something finally came out. So I guess this counts as food and entertainment. Mm, I suppose it does. The Top Chef winner, Gabe, that is now under fire, uh, has issued a statement. This should be good. Uh, According to Vulture.com, he is sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. The headline literally says Top Chef winner Gabe Barales is sorry after sexual misconduct allegations. <sighs> he might as well just issued a statement being like, my bad guys. My bad. What? This is not the first time that I've referenced a South Park episode. I can't remember the specifics of the episode, but it was one where this corporate 
business kept just doing fucked up shit and their whole public response was just saying sorry, but they like they had a they had a commercial for it. Uh-huh. And it would be like a guy naked on a bearskin rug. He's like, I'm sorry. Like <laughs> it was like just more, like random scenarios where it's just a guy in a suit, I'm sorry. Like just doing fucked up shit all the time. So That's game. What happened here is he did one of the classic now apologies on Instagram as his official statement. Nice. Way to go, Gabe. Nice. His family, his friends, his staff, his supporters. Of course. Top chef colleagues and of course his wife. Uh-huh. When he says supporters, does he mean the girl that he was having relations with, like uh, physically supporting him? Or the him? fans of the show? Oh, yeah. Oh, I didn't think of that. <laughs> I mean, in it, he says like the last three weeks have been a trying time of reflection and personal growth. I have been silent, not because I thought it would go away. False. But because <laughs> I needed time with my family to start the healing process before making a public statement. AKA, I have to apologize to my wife every second of every day. No, probably I have to wait to see what Top Chef wants me to do because I'm sure their legal and PR teams are advising me not to say anything yet. Yeah, not to say anything. So it's less of a big deal when I finally do say something. Yeah, they barely said anything themselves. They did the whole, oh, we had no idea. And then, you know, our girl Padma was like, oh, I don't know, but, you know, we should look into it. Bravo, get on that. So it's like, okay, no one here really cares. They're just doing the whole roundabout thing where they're just taking time issuing statements. And like we said, they were going to just wait this entire thing out. It's been what now? Three, four weeks. And After he's like, I'm his sorry. Statement, you're right. Bravo yeah. has yet to comment in response. Yeah. And they might two to three weeks from now. And then by then no one's going to give a shit because the news cycle nowadays, unfortunately is, you know, 24 hours long max because the world operates like everyone has severe ADHD. And that's the problem. Oh, I mean, we do. I mean, we do. There are certain individuals like ourselves that actually do, but it's just unfortunate because these things kind of get swept under the rug. He is going to go on and have a very successful career. Um, by the way, it was already reported back in April that he is slated to open his first restaurant in downtown Austin fall 2022. Probably wow. using some of the money that he won from Top Chef that uh, they haven't said anything yeah, that they're taking away from him. He's got plenty of cash. And you know what he also has? He also has a very expanded network now. And people know that he is talented as a chef. It's not going to be hard for him. Even if he didn't have cash, which now he does, he is going to find somebody who will happily partner with him and sure. give him whatever he needs to open up his own space. And you know, we've talked about it a lot and we're lit up about it, but I bet you there's not a whole lot of people that are really that in the know of no. the big stuff that happened after no. the final episode. They don't know anything at all. And, you know, I mean, you can't fault those people. And if they're, you know, happen to be in Austin and they're there and they see, oh my God, this guy that won Top Chef has a restaurant, we should go. Or they go there for that specific reason yeah. without knowing, like you can't fault those people. Yeah. I don't know. Like this stuff with the cheating is obviously shitty, but that was a consensual thing. You're just a shitty person, whatever. Like also people make mistakes. You can, you can rectify that. It's not an illegal situation. The issue that we clearly have is the allegations of sexual assault. That's where the problems are. And we is don't even assault know. Or a, I, I can't even remember. There's yeah. misconduct, misconduct. I, Cause I don't want to speak out know. of turn. And then yes, that, that is <laughs> when Bravo yeah. finally does break their silence. It's to come after us. Yeah, no, seriously. So I don't know there, regardless, there was some illegal unwanted behavior that mm-hmm. was reported against him. And that's where, I don't know. The whole thing is just a shitty situation. It's shitty. It's murky. And he's going to be fine. Like he's going to yeah, go gonna on and do his thing and no one cares. And no one even cares what we're talking about right now. So what are you? <laughs> cool. Got Moving it. On. Wrapping it up. Yep. <laughs> we can go ahead and close our episode as we always do with yes. our high and low food moments of the week. Yeah. 
you first, me first. How do you want to do it? I mean, I feel like my low is. Yeah, start off with your low first. Besides it's, the heat stroke, which I kind of want to hear about. I think that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. It was Saturday. I got so wiped out and so hot. Like, maybe this is a problem. It's usually when I'm hungover. Sometimes I'm like, the only way to make myself feel better is to get this demon out of my body. I got to go puke. I feel like that's totally normal, but I also really enjoy drinking. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably not but the person. But then when it crossed over into like, I feel this way about being so hot and wiped out. Like yeah. all I can do is try to get this demon out of my body and then go take off all my clothes and take a nap in the AC as low as it'll go. Yeah. And then missed out on the plans that I had for Saturday. Yeah. And like, all I could do was order food that I knew was cold because I could not bear to imagine eating something warm when I was already feeling such... I felt like my insides were yeah, boiling. Yeah, no, you legitimately have like heat poisoning. Yeah. If you feel sick, so you're not going to be like, you know what sounds good? A nice big bowl of pho. No. No. I did just lean on my old favorite and I was like, I'm going to order... Mickey Moto, I knew sushi. it, son of a bitch. <laughs> it's my cure for everything. I was everything. looking at you because we haven't discussed this, and I'm like, you went with Mickey Moto, and you just ordered cold yeah. rolls and all that. Uh-huh. Delicious. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. The food, it was great. It's always great. I, I always exactly know what I'm going to get, but yes. just the cause leading up to it is my low. Was it time for you also to switch out your trash bags? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't do it right away because I Because you weren't like feeling garbage. well. Yeah. Yes. My high was the night before. And I do feel bad when my food high is not something that I can directly refer people to because it's not at a restaurant. So the listener can't be like, I want to go try that right now. I'm going to go get it. Well, too bad because you fucking can. So it was, (laughs) it's not anything about the Popeye's nuggets. I haven't tried them yet. Again, I'm a failure. Me neither. And I was actually just thinking about that because what's the date today? Oh my God. Today is the day. Well, when we're by recording. the time this comes yes. out, yes. it's the day after the mm-hmm. day. Mm-hmm. But as of now, when we are recording, you can go and get Popeye's chicken nuggets. Yeah. Oh That's not what my high is. My high That'll was be next week. the night of the Olympic opening ceremonies. A friend of mine, Oh, cool. they were having a party at their house and it was a opening ceremonies slash beer Olympics. Oh. Potluck. All of the things. You're on a, you're on a streak with the potlucks. This pastalaya at the potluck was amazing. Really? I don't even know everything that was in it because I ate it so fast. <laughs> so kudos to Jonathan who made the pastalaya. I, I was, was just going like to scooping it out of the crock pot and I was like, yes, this is so good. You that need was to my commission highlight of the week. Jonathan to make you just a giant, like mm-hmm. bring a crock pot of pastalaya over and just mm-hmm. let it be. That sounds awesome. That's a pretty fantastic week. So you know what? I really didn't have a low minus it being so fucking hot outside. And I was playing tourist because again, I had family in town Mm -hmm. and we were, you know, 12 hours or whatever it was per day for two days walking around. And at one point I remember looking in my car and the thermometer said it was 103, but he did it. He index said like 108, 110. Mm -hmm. It was hot. Yeah. So for anybody who's not here, now is not the time that I would ever recommend no. coming to New Orleans, especially if it's your first time. Stay far away. Wait till like October. Yeah, I was going to say late September, kind of pushing it. I would wait until October. Mm-hmm. Come out for Halloween. We have a great time, and usually the weather is halfway decent. Yeah. Unless it rains, but temperature-wise, you can handle it. Yeah. Yeah, so no real lows, but I will say my high is getting to play tours with my family. So my brother-in-law, he's never well, he's been to New Orleans once. Actually, he was here when he was in the Army. He was doing uh, Katrina relief and support and mm-hmm. my sister, my niece and nephew have never been. So I just got to do the whole touristy thing with them. 
we went everywhere and we ate everything. So Yum. Po Boys barbecue shrimp took them to Creole Creamery. They had mm. their first beignets. We did Cafe Du Monde, the location in the quarter, and then we did the the location in City Park that used to be Morning Call. Mm-hmm. We went to La Yuzas. We were we were all. I even uh, the last night they were here, we ordered from Taj Mahal because we didn't know what yeah. to eat and it was so hot and we just wanted to eat at the house. And I go well every week. I eat Indian food from this place, Taj Mahal. And I guarantee you that people that visit here don't know about it. Right. But it is fucking delicious. And my sister's like, I've never had Indian food before. And my brother-in-law's like, yeah, let's do it. And they said that that was their favorite meal of the entire trip. Well, you know, that's You're the blown thing. away. When people visit and you want the, quote, quintessential New Orleans yes. food. But sometimes it's just as special to eat like an actual New Orleans. Yes, 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 yes. And I'm really happy that you said that because a comment that my sister made to me was that she really appreciated being able to like see New Orleans through the eyes of somebody that lives here Mm -hmm. because yeah, we walked around and I showed them the quarter and and all that stuff, but we just kind of walked through it and spent Mm -hmm. honestly more time on Frenchman. But for us, it was like the places that we ate at. She knew that if she were here visiting, she wouldn't have even come across any of them. So she was very grateful and just really excited about being able to try those different places. And then ordering this, you know, Taj Mahal from Old Metairie and having it delivered to the house. And she's like, I don't know what any of this means, but I'm going to eat it. (laughs) And then being blown away, like, this is so good. Yeah. So it was just a really cool experience. And I'm glad I got to do that with them. And I think I shared like a photo of my niece with like her first beignet and Mm -hmm. she was loving it too. My nephew on the other hand was literally rubbing the powdered sugar on his gums, like a a Coke head. So that was fun. Good. Yeah. I was like, do you even like the beignets? He's like, I love the sugar. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, same, same. I will never forget when I was serving brunch and the craziest day of the year to wait tables was mother's day. Yeah. Okay. She's like, I'm not cooking. I'm not doing anything. We're, we're going out to brunch. And at this point, I don't even care what my kids are doing. It's my day. I'm going to be drunk on mimosas. Fair. hundred percent fair. And the place where I worked had beignets and I walked up to the table and the kid is like, Making this giant sludge oh, no. on the table. They do the with thing the where sugar. they're like doing with the hands and it's like a like a powdered angel. Yeah, but yeah. now it's making like oh, it's almost no. clay because <laughs> they've spilled stuff yeah. in it. And I'm just like, yeah. great. I so look forward they're to it. They're doing the thing where up. they like just tap like just pour a little, little bit of water uh-huh. onto it just to get the consistency right. You're like, dude, this is not fucking art class. And the mom's like, science not film. my problem. <laughs> yeah. It's my day. <laughs> And There's like, that, but yes. it's still your child. But it's still something you're gonna have to take care of. They are literally covered in powdered sugar. It's like that photo of like Adam Levine when he like had some random fan throw effort like baking powder, and he's like covered in it, like from head to toe, all white. When and where did this happen? Well, I forget. It was like years ago. Some okay. random lunatic in person at like some event did that. But it's funny because people it's post that funny. picture, and it's like this is me walking out of Cafe Du Monde because yeah. he's wearing like an all jean outfit, and he's just covered in and pa- what looks like powdered sugar. So it's like, it's yeah, this funny, is funny, but it's funny. It is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> People are like, oh, this is me after I've spent the afternoon at Cafe Du Monde, just walking out like a bomb went off. <laughs> Man, now I want to go get beignets, but I do not want to wait outside for it. I so. ate them twice this weekend. And the second time I did eat them again at City Park, we were walking around way too hot, but uh, I think I'm going on beignets for a little bit. Now. Pro tip. Some of those places are open 24 hours. Wait until yes. the wee hours. Go then. Cause all the other people that are tourists yes. are too drunk to be there. They're out on Bourbon Street with their shitty hand grenades. Agree. And 
Another pro tip, if you want to get away from the crowd just a little bit, Cafe Beignet on Royal is delicious. They yeah. do great beignets. And, it's and they kind have the of patio, the right? Yeah, and they have the patio and it's kind of off the path just a little bit. Like tourists walk by it and might not notice it, but they do great beignets too. So shout out to them. Cool. So once again, the podcast has succeeded in teaching me some random stuff, but also making me very hungry. Yeah, that sounds about right. That's it for this week. That's it. Until next week, you can do the same things we always humbly request. Follow us on socials at PTE pod. Yeah. Um, subscribe, rate and review the podcast. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Share it with a friend. Send us your commentary. We love reading your responses. Lots of texts, lots of messages. Suggestions for next week. If you have them, we'll take them. And we look forward to speaking to you on our next episode. Come back for seconds. 